Alpha there for first contact, but the offload for Lofi Poor. Still the teenager. Oh, yes. What a try from the Titans. They wanted to have the final say in Canberra, and they do right here. And they are into the finals in 2023. Wooden Spoon has one season, finalists the next. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show where Dino and Ray, a couple of people said how good would Ben Stokes, ben Stokes be if he had hair like me or Ray could donate some of his golden locks. <laughs> ben Stokes is good enough. Did you see he scored that 180-odd the other day? Um, in his ODI return for England. Jeez, a player. Punishing. Oh, Phil Buzz Rothfield joins us. Buzz, good morning. How many grand finals is it for you, my friend? Oh, 1978, Ray. Covered the replay on the Tuesday afternoon at the cricket ground. Manly beat Cronulla. That's right, yeah. How old were you then, Buzz? Oh, Just a little whippersnapper with curly hair. Yeah, I was, say, 19, Bulldog. Right, okay. 19, yeah. Sitting up the back of the member stand and incredible... um, Rugby league, because on the Saturday afternoon it finished up a draw. And um, so what they did, they had to play a replay, but the Kangaroos were going to England on the Thursday. So they had to play it on the Tuesday afternoon. Got a big crowd there, but Manly were too good. Yeah, I sort of fell in love with the Sharks a little bit, you know, back in those days. They were the underdog. um, who would have been next to in the press box, Buzz, or the, in the media um, table? I can clearly remember, and we had those dial phones because we were in copy takers yep. in those days. Good old days. And yeah. I sat next to the legendary Daily Mirror reporter, Ian Hanson. Wow, Hanson. Who uh, went on to do great things at the Olympics and his, you know, his media work there. And he was filing for the Daily Mirror and I was filing for the Daily Telegraph. I can mm. still clearly remember it. Yeah, great man, Hanson. You know what? Yeah. I don't know how many grand finals. I, I'm no good at maths. But the anticipation in the build-up to this weekend, next weekend, with these two great rugby league sides is so exciting. And I honestly think we're going to get an all-time epic because... To try to separate them after the football we saw them both play over the weekend is near impossible. Mm. I kept thinking this Penrith side with, you know, Carrigan and Haas and Flegler were unbeatable. Sorry, this Broncos side with Flegler, Capewell and Carrigan. So impressive. But they're up against Fisher Harris and Yo and Leota and Spencer. It's going to be a colossal battle in the middle. Mm. It really is. And... Tomorrow, guys, in the Telegraph, and I won't give it away yet, but I've actually rated the last team to do a three-peat, which was Parramatta in 83, and I've rated them player-by-player next to the current Panthers. And it's a really interesting exercise. Um, The only hint I'll give is that uh, Parramatta had the superior back line, but Penrith definitely in the forwards. But it's a really interesting exercise to do. To show just how great this Penrith side is. Yeah. Hey, Buzzer, on your theme about next week's game, Alan is texting. He says, I've followed league for 50 years and I can't recall when both prelim finals were won by 30 points or more. Can you confirm? I think Alan's right. We are seeing two absolutely 
dominant sides, so to speak, at the same time, if you know what I'm trying to say, Buzz. And there are two clashes this year at Penrith in round one, Brisbane won 13-12, and then in Indigenous round, which was round 11, Penrith beat Brisbane in Brisbane 15-4. Yeah. There's nothing between these two teams. No, there is, and I think the Broncos are $2.30 outside, as they were $2.35, but they tell me a punter last night put 38000 on them to win about 90000 so there's confidence, you know, from Brisbane fans. And there were just so many Bulldogs, so many great one-on-ones, aren't they? You know, who wins Reynolds and Cleary? What a story Adam yeah. Reynolds is. What a story. You know, unwanted the Rabbitohs. And we've never really got to the bottom of it. Why? Apart from the fact they had salary cap pressure, but then they signed Jack White this year. And the job he's done, even though he didn't have a blinder last night, I'm not sure what his run meters were. He just directed. It's like having a captain isn't it? He's so smart, so clever. And, you know, when these younger players like the Reese Walsh, sometimes the excitement can get the better of these, you know, younger players. But he just quickly settles things down. And He's been one of the greatest buys in the Broncos' history, no doubt about it. And you know what? In a couple of years, I think we'll be talking about him as this bigger club legend as the one and only Alfie Langer. That's how good he's been. I think the uh, intriguing element of the grand final buzz is that both have such, I guess you could say, contrasting styles. Penrith have that relentless grind where the Broncos mm. are so powerful and their speed and their athleticism and their offloads and... They're, they're contrasting in so many ways. It's it's difficult to match them up because they do play so differently. Yeah, the only thing I've looked at, Dog, and I've looked at the for and against of both sides this year, and in defence, the Panthers conceded about 120 points less than... That's four or five points a game, less than the Broncos did. So we know that the Broncos, who cut loose last night in such impressive fashion will not find the same holes as they as they did when they played Penrith. Correct. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's just such an intriguing battle, isn't it? And you know what? It might come down to the smartest coach. Mm. And you know, Cleary's got the track record, doesn't he? Four straight grand finals, trying to equal Parramatta. But Kevin Walters has just done a fantastic job and he's took Johnny Cartwright there, he's done a and as he made a point last night, it's just not the players, it's not just the coaching staff. This has been a fantastic effort from the whole football club to come back from that wooden spoon a yeah. few years back. I think I was listening um on the way home yesterday, Buzz um to the rugby league and I think it was Gene Miles I was talking to and he said that Kevin Walters has brought the culture back to the Broncos in that there was an, a time not so long ago when the legends of the club weren't welcome at training, weren't welcome around the team. Yes. And Kevin Walters has said, no, guys, this is this is Broncos' DNA. And he's brought all his ex-teammates and those who played before him and welcomed them back to the club. Changed the whole culture in two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great stuff. And Bulldog, I don't know if you remember back to the start of the season, there were a number of coaches under pressure. There was Holbrook and Griffin. and I even had Kev Walters in the under pressure category, only in that it was such a capitulation at the end of last year. Mm. Only that they had a very, very good football side that 
had to perform this year or he was going to be under pressure. He's not only, you know, they've just been outstanding. And you know what? The buck stops with the head coach when a team, you know, gets rolled. Their jobs, there's no job security. And he dead set deserves more credit than anyone else in that organisation. I know Reese Walsh and Reynolds have made an enormous difference last couple of years, but you need the right person to steer it. Buzz, I guess... Tell you so. funny, dog, I'll tell you a funny story. We spoke last week about when I met Wayne Bennett in Canberra in 987. Well, that grand final in Manly. I clearly remember seeing Kerry Walters there with the young Laurie Daly. And Kerry, Wayne Bend had a really tough decision to make. He couldn't, um, he had to decide on his bench for the game. And and Wayne Bent and Don Ferner both said they left Kerry out of that side. So he's experienced that grand final heartbreak as a young player as well. He couldn't make the team and... It'll be front and centre there next week. Buzz, a terrific item in your What's the Buzz column in today's Sunday Telegraph. You talk about uh, a sports high school down in southern Sydney dumping rugby union. So it just keeps getting worse for the Raras. Run us through that story, Buzz. Well, one of the parents sent me a letter uh, that the headmaster had sent... um, the parents of the uh, rugby boys at the school. Just run, run us through the school bad. buzz. It's Endeavour Sports High. Endeavour Sports High, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And this is a school that offers rugby league, AFL, soccer, cricket, athletics, golf, and they've produced Olympians over there. I had a rugby sevens program there, but due to lack of interest, um, lack of funding, it was no longer viable to... Huge blow for rugby union, isn't it? It's uh, because you look even in the GPS schools, which is their traditional nursery, rugby league clubs are now all over that breeding ground, and many of their best players now are going from private school GPS rugby into rugby league programs, and um, it's a real problem for the code, isn't it, guys? Mm. That a high school of this standing that's just legendary almost for producing great sportsmen and women in all those codes that I mentioned, it's um, it's really disappointing for Rugby Union. Yeah, you just hope that it starts at the top and somehow the Wallabies can get a win against Wales because if Wallabies are winning... When's that it, on, Ray? Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, morning yeah. So if Wallabies are winning, it flows right down through to grassroots rugby, obviously. So that's so important. They but have to be Wales. I wrote the other day, and tell me, be honest, if the Wallabies walked down George Street in civilian clothes, how many would you recognise? None. And stop and say, can I get a selfie? No, not many, if any. Yeah. Be honest. No, I probably wouldn't recognise any. Well, that's what Quade Cooper and Michael and Hooper, and they're, they're not, they're not, they're not, not there. They're not their team, yeah. So. Yeah, and, and that's what you come back to. Mm. Young people want to replicate what their heroes do in life. And how many kids want to be Reese Walsh or Ponga? Exactly. How, how, you know, that's all the Twelve Mitchell or Teddy or the boys that were up in New Guinea yesterday, you know, and that's what rugby just can't. I couldn't name you a, Wallaby, uh, a Waratahs player in Super Rugby. I, I honestly couldn't. Yeah, exposure is a real 
issue for the code. But as I said, if the Wallabies can somehow turn around over there in France, I don't think they can, but let's hope they can get away with it against Wales tomorrow morning. Hey, Buzz, really interesting piece about Ben Hunt in your column. Also in today's Sunday telly, um, there's a, a good story about um, Shane Flanagan trying to turn around at the Dragons. He's got to start at the top with Ben Hunt and get him on the same page. Is he on the same page? Yeah, I'm not sure he is. Mm. You heard his interviews last week, guys. Yeah. He um, he sounds like to me that he's there under sufferance. Mm. And I found it a little bit odd that St George would hold a big, you know, get together and talk about leadership and have Mark Taylor and Mark Coyne there. They didn't have their own captain there. And he was in New Guinea, and I thought they, you know, that this function should have been designed around Ben Hunt being in that room as their million-dollar playmaker, by far their most senior footballer at the club. But I guess you've got to give Shane Flanagan credit to try something different. And Tubby Taylor and Mark Coyne are both magnificent leaders. And I really hope they can transfer some of their DNA in leadership to this football club that desperately needs it. They've been a team underperforming and off the rails for far too long and I really hope they can come back. Look, what disappointed me, and I don't know if you agree, Bulldog, about Ben Hunt, and I know the journos were all over him asking the questions. It, with that PNG side, he had the opportunity to talk up his St George teammates, young Sloan at fullback, Zach Lomax in the centre, wearing the Australian Prime Minister's jersey, but he didn't do that. He didn't say, well, this is a positive. And... Was more about himself not wanting to be there. Yeah, Ben. And Hunt's... you guys, you guys are good mates with Jeff Greenwood, aren't you? You know, yeah. he, yep. Uh, Jeff Greenwood was a legendary production journalist with us for many years. He's been a St George fan a tragic fifty years. He sent me a text message last week, so upset with Ben Hunt, and I think his thoughts replicate replicate those of every St George Illawarra fan. They want a captain who is proud of the Red V and proud of the logo. And Ben Hunt's got to have a long, hard look at himself and start saying the right things. That's my view. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, Buzz, we'll get your tip for the grand final next week, but how does grand final week look for you? And um, you still enjoyed after all these years. Oh, mate, I, I love this week. Look, I've, I've got a couple of NRL 360s, Monday and Thursday, the Dallium Awards. Are you going to the Dallium, Bulldog? I'll be there. You're going to behave? I always behave, Phil. Should have seen him at the old bourbon and beef steak after the, <laughs> in the old days. Oh, Phil, Christ, I'm happy so. to start telling stories. <laughs> I've had a few incidents Thank up you there. very much. I think we might uh, end it there. When Ricky Stewart won the Dally M, he was up there and I said to him, mate, can I have your medal? I'd just love to put it on. He said, no, you can't. And I said, well, what's wrong with you? you know? And then we exchanged a few words. It was on. Not <laughs> like Ricky to be like that. <laughs> no, he was very angry. considering <laughs> he just won the medal. Um, but, no, that'll be a great night, Ray. And, um, look, I, do you guys agree Sean Johnson should win it? Yes. Okay. I think what he's done for the Warriors this year has been remarkable, particularly after a couple of tough years. And I mm. think it would be not only great for Sean Johnson, Buzz, it would be deserved, but also a great reward for the Warriors. Yeah, you know his dorm home. Look, I think he was too far behind. But that 10-week 
period with Kalen Ponga. Oh, gee. I reckon you get six points a game, yet potentially. I reckon he could have got 45 points then, Dom. Yeah, yeah, he will be the main threat, won't Buzz? Who, who gets coached the year, Buzz? Oh, right. Look, up until last night, I was convinced it should have been Andrew Webster. But it's funny how results change your mind, isn't it? Mm. Look, I probably can't go past Kevin Walters now. The problem with this award, Ray, and I've said it many times, the decisions made after the premiership rounds mm. and not during the finals. And, you know, we, we can't make a decision now, that whoever the judges are. But I'd probably go Kev Walters. What about you, Pub? Oh, I've said Andrew Webster for eight weeks now, Buzz. I'm not going to change that based on one result. Yes, Kev's done a great job. And there's always three or four coaches of the year candidates, Buzz, who you could choose and be very comfortable with that decision. Mm. But I think from where the Warriors were to where they finished in the prelim final, yes, it was a, a bit of a blowout last night, but I'm not going to change based on one result. I think I'll base fair mine enough. over 30 weeks, and I think he's done enough. No, that's fair enough too, yep. Yeah, hey, Buzz, look, we'll, we'll dissect this grand final next Sunday, give you a week to think about who you want to tip and can't wait for it as well. It should be one who of Who are you the... tipping, Raymond? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no prizes for guessing, Buzz, so I'm already feeling <laughs> nervous about it, already nervous, but it should be one of the great grand finals this next Sunday. It will be, mate. Trust me, it'll be a sensational game of rugby league. 100% agree. Hey, Buzz, enjoy grand final week and we'll talk next Sunday, mate. See you, boys. Thanks, Cheers. Buzz.